0: Hey, this is Watch Rewatch, and uh, my name's Sean. Uh, my name's John. We're uh, back for week three, man. How you doing?
1: Uh, doing great. Yeah, week three. See, yeah, week, week
0: three. But like, it's, hey, it's, it's been a few weeks. We took a hiatus. Yeah, in we,
1: hindsight, it, it seemed like we've done so much. You know, I guess because <laughs> we never hung out, guys. As we did, much we did before, two but...
0: episodes. Can we get a pat on the back, please? <laughs> we did two. I mean, look. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to do a podcast anyways? Doing two episodes. I feel like that's more than most people do. People people do one episode and they're like, nah, this is a lot
1: of work. Maybe yeah, not. I have friends who were motivating me to do one and then they did one themselves. Nicole Brent and uh, other friends, they did the roller coaster podcast where they toured uh, theme parks throughout the summer and oh, did a really? podcast on all the roller coasters they went on. They did two episodes they did a bunch of roller coasters, but they did two episodes talking about those roller coasters. So Wow. Two actual
0: episodes, and that was enough. For that, well, I
1: guess they the friends all disbanded. Summer was over, and it's just yeah. like, oh, that, you know, our little project, our little so arts did, and craft
0: Did they thing. fill like a whole hour? Of a, yeah, it was posters? like, uh, well, they. Holy shit.
1: Uh, in the podcast, in the podcast, like well, they, they talked about the whole theme park experience. So it's like, oh, driving through the states and like the the the, the anticipation of what kind of roller coasters are about to go on because it's like, oh, actually, this is...
0: that actually sounds like a kind of a decent podcast.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, Brent loves uh, uh roller coasters. Brent, who
0: he's like a legitimate because I am I, 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 I guess I shouldn't be surprised that there's like f- real fanatics for roller coasters.
1: Yeah, well, theme park fiends, right? And
0: like, right. Uh, yeah. I guess
1: in the states they have all these extreme Superman. Uh, going up to heaven and then down, gonna throw people off the.
0: Maybe we should rebrand and do just rollercoaster. That'll, that'll be episode four, special edition, only uh, roller coasters. Let's be
1: like roller coaster, re roller coaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all stuff you've been on that I haven't been on.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Oh, so if it's just like like the way I we do it for this show, Watch right. Rewatch. I guess for Subjecting. that's it.
0: Yeah. If anybody is tuning in for the first time, Watch Rewatch is a podcast we do. Uh, uh, we watch movies. We talk about them. John has seen a lot of them. Um, I'm often watching them for the first time, um, and that's kind of the angle we take it. So next week, stay tuned for watch re roller coaster watch. Wait,
1: rewatching roller coasters. Watching <laughs> roller
0: coaster tycoon to electric boogaloo. But the
1: thing is about watching, rewatching is watching your reaction to moments that I Yeah uh, I do that all the time. To.
0: When I watch a movie with somebody that I I haven't seen it with, yeah. I always look over and I'm like, oh they like it. What no, is they don't it? Like Why
1: it? do people it's I guess I always go back to like the primitive form of storytelling where we, we're so excited to tell a story to people and it's just like I just want to show you this thing. Yeah. And yeah. uh but uh Well and there's
0: like a form of validation that comes with that where it's like Yeah,
1: it's like my taste is excellent. And like yeah, see, they see. like it. You see, yeah. you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Well I, Schumer did a great uh, bit with uh, Rory Roy Scovel? That guy. I
0: love
1: uh, Roy Scovel. Uh, Check
0: out Day Moon on YouTube. It was on Pete Holmes show if you haven't seen it. Day Moon. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh what happened? It's season 3 I think and it's like they're it's a they're she's just playing a their girlfriend boyfriend and then they're picking a movie and then he, she's like uh, co- oh, I think co- seen co- co- that. she's like cocktail you haven't seen it and he, she's like he's like no he's like well I want I want to watch it and it's like well, you've seen it but I want to watch you watch it yeah and then after five minutes she's bored and it's like all right well if that's <laughs> what it's all about because like in the first podcast we're talking about dog food yeah and it's like no that like that's a moment in it like that uh you can oh my god because the dog food
0: Just just a recap for people that are tuning in. The dog food incident is probably my favorite thing I've seen in a movie in a long time. In the movie Showgirls, you get Elizabeth Berkeley and uh, help me out here, Gina
1: Gershon. Yeah, tell us uh, the 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 rivals, the the Eve and the Bet- Betty Davis of the All About Eve twist of it, and then they just bond over their love of dog food. But then, it's right, as kids, they
0: ate dog food because
1: they were such tra- like tra- trailer tra- trash. I guess they're just poor and <laughs> impoverished, and they could only eat dog food. But the point oh, is, that got like, real. that's sad. It, it's a slap in the face that moment because you're on you're following the the road of this movie where it's like they, there's a competition in these people. People. they, they yeah. don't like each other but then they eat dog food like how in, anyway it's so shocking but then Fuck. it's the um, it's the expectation of me right because you looked at me when I was I knew it was going to come it was yeah. like it's like uh, it's like I knew it was just this car crash that was just going to turn your turn your head and yeah. I, was, I wasn't like i wasn't disappointed with your reaction because you shook out of your uh, yeah i was just
0: like <laughs> what am i watching i feel like they'd be like watching empire strikes back with somebody who'd never seen it spoiler alert darth vader's luke's father um but that moment if you watch it with somebody for the first time that must be like really for the to see them be like what yeah, you know yeah yeah it's
1: that it's that moment like because i guess because yeah because i can't go back and re-watch lost you know and it's like i guess
0: and you shouldn't
1: <laughs> no, you shouldn't rewatch it. You no. should definitely
0: watch it. You should watch it, but don't rewatch don't, it. that
1: is such a not a rewatch. No. It's so not a rewatch. That's it watch, was watch, don't rewatch. It was a rewatch before they did that last season.
0: Yeah, I like uh, Yes, it was actually. But uh because then they just anyways.
1: But like I've always thought like, you know what? God I would damn love to you. get
0: Demon uh, but, hey, good. but so then
1: he had he's he's, he's a sorry he's a, I love you he's a he's a sneaky rat that guy because he got away with he was like telling everyone what they wanted to hear like mm. because he was like oh no no it's all gonna make sense but no it was really about good. oh it made
0: sense it was just shitty it was like yeah <laughs> there's
1: somebody made a point it was like yeah we tuned in every week to listen to hear about Kate's who she was gonna choose and it just oh. ultimately it's so sad it's like I, I equate watching Lost to like having gone to university for uh I don't know, learning how to make VHSs. And then all of a sudden they don't make VHSs anymore, so I spent six years doing fuck all, like all that for nothing. (laughs) Yeah, really, yeah. It's like studying like uh, Egyptian philosophy algebra, Egyptian algebra or something. Well,
0: you know what, (laughs) to be honest, that's one of the reasons that I'm like super hesitant with, I love Westworld. But I'm also afraid that I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Linda Loft.
1: Uh Are you that committed to it already? Yeah, I mean, big time. I don't know. I'm, Did you? Have you been up to it? I, well, let's let's not. No, no spoilers for this one because no. this is a still a show. I we're mean, watching. still, it's like I don't want to go into yeah. Wet, like because that that's the thing. It's another show, and like Lost kind of exhausted me. Yeah. In wanting to have you watched any of Westworld? I watch it uh, infrequently. Actually, I I read the review of it the Monday morning. Yeah. And then I watch it with uh, my boyfriend uh, Keith uh, Monday Keith, night. Low Keith. <laughs> Poor little Keith.
0: Little Keith's the best.
1: I'm I'm spreading that name all around town and like. Little Keith. Are, yeah. And Does like, he like the nickname? I don't think he minds it, but I think every uh, time he hears it, he just would he prefer me. Big Keith or like no. like Chief Keith? Well, because when I say Little Keith, I, there's like kind of a little character attributed to it, like it's, right. It's this, and is it
0: Little Keith or Little Keith with an F?
1: It's L I L apostrophe
0: and then Keith or Keith. It depends. I, I I say Keith. I've always said Keith, but that's I because I thought that's what you but said. But then
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't think you need to think too much about it. But he. But I want being, to analyze this next episode, a whole episode. But about he's Lil Keith. why am I talking about him? What? Little Keith's the best. I, I, sure, but <laughs> what was leading up to it? Oh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It really
0: doesn't matter. But the the point. But shout out to Little Keith. I hope you listen to this. What up? <laughs>
1: uh, rewatching Lost. Uh, just you know, it doesn't seem like a good idea. That's no, really no. But we're about.
0: talking about Westworld. So you've been watching it intermittently, Keith, because like Cause I, he's in it.
1: Because he's in it, and like okay. he got me into Game of Thrones, and like right, I, right, I. Again, like the season one of Westworld right now, went through season one of Game of Thrones, like, I'm just watching this because it's on HBO, sure, this quality. And then because my boyfriend's watching it, so I want to be yeah, on the same yeah. page as him. But then I watched the first episode, it was good. And then, I don't know. Of Westworld. Of Westworld, that is, yeah. And, then and just, have you
0: seen, how many have you seen since? All of them. All of them. I've watched all of them, but I've been
1: playing, like, my Wii U, thankfully, because, like, the is on, right. but I can do my Wii U. But right. then it's just, I hear what's going on. So
0: you're, like, emotionally defensive because you've been hurt by Lost. Sure, and just investing
1: in television in general, and Mm. so like this kind of serialness, and it's like I've seen the. It's just so exhausting to be like, are you watch like because conversation anywhere, it's like it's nice to have that element, but like how like you throw in like House of Cards, Game of Thrones, Lost, Breaking Bad, you you talk to someone about all those shows, and it's like you're not going to talk about you're going to talk about uh, fractions of those shows. You're not going to talk about all those shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it's too much to to put in my brain. (laughs) I mean, like, and uh, I watched the most recent episode, Mm -hmm. and. it felt like a, like every show does that. Stranger Things. Uh, what I mean is, like, it does that revelation, and then when you do the rewatch, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, I guess it doesn't. There's no, it doesn't have that. Re- um, is it, it earned or is it not earned? Yeah, and yeah. like, how much of it? Anyways,
0: we're getting into spoiler territory, but for those of you watching Westworld, you know what we're talking about. Uh, but uh, hold on. Just-
1: yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not. I wasn't gonna spoil, but I'm just like that no, no, element no, because, no. like, yeah. if we watch Stranger Things too, the same element of these serialized. Shows that keep people coming back, I guess it's like clickbait instead of like, it's like series bait where it's just like, oh, narrative bait. Yeah, there you go. For and, sure. And because it, it's like after the mystery of Stranger Things is, is solved or that chapter's yeah. over, it's like, well, season two is going to go, but are you really going to rewatch well, that's the it's thing. It's the, the danger thing. of
0: trying to build something on mystery alone, and and I don't. I think it's a kind of. It can be a crutch. Like you know, if it's always about these mysteries, you can keep spinning mysteries, but it's the payoff that's the hard part. And, and like these CW
1: shows, I don't watch any of them, but they have like the Vampire Diaries and Supernatural and uh, Teen Wolf, and these shows are getting like 12 seasons minimum kind of thing. And like <laughs> I don't know how do I don't know how they maintain their numbers or how they maintain a mystery. Consistently, for, they don't, and the fans are always there. I guess it's just like the the hunks or the meat, uh, the, the the body meat. Or oh, you like, mean
0: the like young CW like yeah. like beefcakes,
1: the beefcakes and the and the, and the girls, right? And so it's, yeah, it's like,
0: true. It's uh, they all look like they're plucked from like the Disney School of like you know like whatever that Mickey Mouse Club, the Mickey Mouse Club. It looks yeah. like that's where they all, they, but they all you know, still have golly, ba-
1: they got their baby face and like they're they're lathered in like sun and Vaseline, and it's just like they're <laughs> just so shiny and like slippery and just. Anyway, te- like textually, they look like a cartoon. You know, it's like you want to just—that's really true. But the CW is a weird place. But I guess like us talking about rewatching, it's just like rewatching these days is just something that it's it, because of YouTube and I guess just like you can't just like you watch those moments, but you're not going to watch rewatch something in its entirety. Like no. well, uh, there's too much
0: now. There's, it's it's hard to do. I think it were and rewatching really for me works better with movies because it's a two-hour uh, commitment yeah. and you know the way movies are structured. I think, you know, you can glean a lot more from a rewatch whereas TV rewatches, you know, sometimes sometimes there's value there but I, that
1: yeah, I'd say older TV watch. Like let's say you were taking a course yeah. like a like a university Like Miami Vice or, or something or MASH like, or Yeah, like,
0: seminal I mean, like like moments in TV history. But like the
1: pilot of Lost is is excellent. Yeah, that's worth a rewatch. The first season of Lost actually is just fantastic. It's yeah. like you know there's no mystery established yet so it's like yeah. you're kind of going with the journey and yeah. it's visceral that way but the uh re- like the rewatching of like what would it be uh westworld right now i don't think it's gonna no. i don't think i could no. do that maybe just to hear maybe all if it. it
0: gets maybe if they figure out a way to sell it but i don't know
1: 50 bucks for a blu-ray of season uh six of game of thrones like
0: really Jesus.
1: and then uh, it's getting to a point where you could buy Who's it.
0: buying blu-rays now though. That's it I mean I like buy criterion that's like that's yeah, the extent okay. for of, sure But that 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 makes yeah. sense those are the films that you want to own or... or like
1: even blu-ray I mean like I mean, I, to be fair I buy them once in a blue moon I, in a blue moon, but I'm not gonna go take the bus down to the shop on the day It comes out to buy it, you know It's no. like if I fa- if I was at Walmart and I saw election on blu-ray for five bucks perfect I'll buy that yeah. that yeah. that would be great to own and like there's probably a commentary by Alexander Payne or something on there yeah like that's but wait like, Payne did Election yeah it was his uh, sophomore or his third one after Citizen Ruth and uh, yeah he was nominated for the best adapted that year he won the that's the one with, with uh, Reese and Matthew Broderick right, 99 okay.
0: 99 yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good one That maybe we'll, we'll do a have we'll you seen watch. that one I think I saw parts of it like a long <gasps> election, time ago Election yeah. I watched
1: that uh, in high school and uh, friends in high school had seen it. I think it came out at the same time as like the faculty. Remember that one?
0: Oh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Before he like did. Before he was. Well, no, it was like a studio film sort of. It like was still his...
1: Miramax. It was still the Weinsteins. It was yeah. Kevin Williamson script. And, oh, uh, Scream Guy, right? Scream Guy. Scream Guy. Uh, vampire Diaries guy, I think. Wow. Yeah. But uh, that movie is, is hilarious. And Broderick, because he's like the lovable guy, plays the 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 jealous the petty teacher <laughs> and she's even better anyway it's a definite rewatch and it holds yeah. up and uh that's
0: yeah. cool man so yeah how you doing you good yeah so excited to talk about these movies and uh that's it we're <laughs> in episode three man uh um, we're, we're yeah i'm like i'm trying to like i don't know I'm trying to keep it a little more autobiographical we can talk about the process you know yeah. i did episode two full disclosure episode two i was a little bit hungover and i was like trying to stick to like let's really talk about the movies and I don't know. I don't I'm, know if I like it. I listened to it a little bit, and it was like, it's fine, I guess. Sure, yeah. But, like, it, I don't know. If we were
1: being graded on it, I don't know. What would we get? Like, a, a complete?
0: This <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah, like, a, whatever the system is now where it's, like, you know, you can't fail. So we won't fail, but it was, like, it'll be, like, adequate.
1: Okay. Well, you know. But that, that's on me, because sure. I was just, like,
0: really being a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, about like, I haven't listened I, to any of I can't of talk these. about Nazism. Trump's the president. Oh, yeah. So this is, we're, ta- we're recording this after Trump became president which i guess if you're listening to this now it's not up yet so trump will have been president for a while so hopefully this isn't going out over the airwaves to like the nuclear holocaust you got it yeah like if if it is this will be like you know the radio stations in fallout where it's just like radio
1: how the hell But that would be like in your apartment like your the door would be open blasting this on a loop all the time or uh yeah, this somewhat is re- <laughs> i don't know it oh, sounds man. anyways like, we're not going to talk about politics like i don't want to talk about trump it just no. it just deflates my 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 joy and just everything
0: about me and it's like that and that's all you need to know trump deflates joy so just, you know what you know what brings joy back watching movies re, and re, rewatching movies oh man oh my god and, and like it, it, yeah speaking of which as everybody's you know maybe heard or maybe nobody's heard uh box office was hugely up after the election people needed an uh, escape arrival came in oh, mm-hmm.
1: arrival what a hug to the right. heart that movie is to arrival the was a hug to the heart so oh, this my isn't today is 11 2016 right 11, november 20th, 2016
0: yeah. yeah and uh arrival if you haven't seen it see it i don't know if it's still in theaters not the
1: charlie sheen Direct to DV, direct to VHS. There was a Charlie Sheen movie yeah, called Arrival? Yeah, and I think yeah, it was Rival from '95 or '96, and he played a like Jodie Foster from Contact person who like hung around um,
0: satellites in like Nevada. Wait, Charlie Sheen played like a scientist.
1: Yeah, and he had like a uh, a goatee. How did does it, is it even remotely convincing? Uh, it was. It was heady, like Arrival, I remember. What? It was like... Charlie Sheen? Yeah, and he was like... I forget
0: hey. that he was maybe like once a good actor.
1: Hot Shots and uh, Platoon... Well, com- comedically. Oh, yeah. And he Ferris had... Bueller, he was had that scene, and he's like, he's like, you know, the fourth billed person, I guess, in that wow. room or something. But yeah, Arrival, and that's the thing. It's like, because arrival was called story of your life before it yeah. was shot and like based that, on the ted chang uh, that's not short, a riveting short. title no well when <laughs> and, i it was
0: shot here in montreal i have friends that worked on it when i heard the title I and thought our it,
1: friend adrian is like on the thumbnail of the imdb <laughs> that's trailer
0: it. clip shout out to adrian you know doing that background or actually did he have any lines no and no. he
1: said he did and like he was worried he was going to get uh dubbed because he got dubbed in brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> or on brooklyn
0: yeah Shout out to Adrian. Shout out to Leon. Leon's my bro. He was the DIT I, yeah, on the film, I, I working have, with Bradford Young. They, you know, it, talk about a beautiful Bradford movie. Bradford did
1: Most Violent Year.
0: And Selma. And Selma. And he won the Oscar, I think, for Selma. No. No? one Song. Oh, why did I think he won for Cinematography? That Who was won that a, year? That was... Lubesky. Lubesky? Yeah, for Birdman. Uh. Right, that sucks. I hope he wins. Bradford's super talented.
1: Well, this will this will get it going. This will, he'll be nominated for cinematography or like at least for, this get, for sure. Uh, I hope he is. Yeah, this movie is probably gonna carry on.
0: Arrival. So if you haven't <laughs> seen it, go see it. It's yeah. it's a love letter to anybody who's you know. It, there's. It's a patient sit
1: and it's a slow burn. It's and a it's, slow and burn. And if you like those, it's the best of the kind con- of. The and there's slow- a
0: term I heard somebody use online. I can't remember who, but it, it's really like this movie is. What they call competence porn—it's watching smart uh, people yeah. figure out something logically from A to Z—and uh, it, it's just—it's—it's
1: it, fa- it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I I like that online remark, but I also like the talent side of Renner and and three. Two Academy, uh, one Academy Award winner and two nominees, like the main, Renner and Adams and Whitaker. no. Michael, Michael Stuhlberg. And
0: Stuhlberg, Stuhlberg and great no as one the is, CIA. No
1: one is stealing scenes, no, no one is, is, is trumping the... Uh,
0: you know what's funny? Because it's like, Denis Villeneuve for my money is the best craftsman in cinema right now. He's really like, he's competently building stuff. He reminds me a lot of Spielberg, early Spielberg a little bit. Maybe even, I mean, I think better than early Spielberg at least like like a more capable auteur and you see that in his early Quebec stuff and it's funny because I've
1: never seen Polytechnique or Incendie the first Villeneuve I saw was uh, uh, Prisoners and Enemy I
0: still still actually haven't seen Enemy that might be one this was
1: funnily enough this was my fourth Villeneuve in
0: theaters Wow, you saw all of them. All yeah. of his American debut. Uh, uh, Denis yeah. Villeneuve, uh, what we're talking about. He's from uh, Quebec, uh, from Montreal. Uh, okay, Rivière, Rivière-de-loup. Okay, maybe originally, but he he, yeah. he worked. He's a he's a Quebec filmmaker who went on um much like uh, the guy who did uh Jean-Marc Vallée? Jean-Marc Vallée who won He did he win best director? No. no he was nominated. But, nominated and he did he, wild too. He did Reese wild and, yeah. Uh, he, so he's like one of the other like there's like He did the
1: He did the Young Victoria with uh, yeah, so well, there's, I, yeah. Him,
0: there's him, there's Villeneuve, and there's Xavier Delon who are like uh, uh, moving into American films and doing kind of these, the art ha- the prestige art house pictures now, they're like the new wave of that.
1: But we're affected by it because we live in Quebec. Like these filmmakers, or these are artists, filmmakers that we... Yeah, they
0: made their mark here. They're like kind of local celebrities, but now they're being known. Would we
1: care as much if we were in Ontario?
0: Yeah, maybe not. Although Villeneuve, he, uh, Villeneuve has a pretty strong following now, and just you can see he's such a competent and and detail oriented filmmaker. The way he puts stuff together, he
1: knows the beginning and the end, I and mean, then the beginning, middle, and end. Like he's and it's
0: just so assured the way he the scripts, does it. And the scripts
1: I find are not that good. And I find that when you get because the, the Sicario script and the Prisoner script I have found were just
0: so he's improving on
1: it. He takes the essence of the idea the tone of it like when you feel dread because of the kidnapping or because of the the impending violence you're about to see or just the dread of what these aliens are he plays with that But the, the how and the and the technicality of why it's happening like the specific of this character was at this moment at this time that's why this happened i don't think he cares much for that it's more like the yeah, the, the emotional truth. Exactly that, yeah, and it's just yeah. it's a, well, that's yeah. what I
0: heard from the apparently from um well, although the screen apparently the screenplay for Arrival is very good, and I the the, but the, the ra- yeah the writer I the looked, writer on I, Twitter he gave a really like the, the, there's a great article if you want to get into the for me anyways I was really into the science of it and they seem to be pretty accurate yeah and actually the one of the big science consultants on the film was Stephen Wolfram of Wolfram Alpha he's like a a theoretical physicist, mathematician. He's like some kind of super genius. Okay. And there's a great article about the detail they went into kind of conceiving how these ships would work, how they would move through space-time, how they would travel faster than light, how their, their kind of anti-gravity systems would work, and all based on what we know now in, yeah. in, in at least in like spielberg his, and minority report getting yeah yeah that's guys, it and using fine. you know real theoretical physics to kind of in the same way that kip thorne did that for interstellar that too yeah you know with the bulk yeah. beings and and all that stuff but, I, I was full disclosure i spent the morning on youtube watching some of that stuff i got real into that it. that sounds
1: like real nerd porn
0: uh, it really is it really is but anyways check out the article stephen wolfram's blog uh they talked about the this, writer uh, no, that's the science. The consultant. science guy, yeah. Because um, the
1: writer, I looked him up on IMDb, and I, uh, I can't. I think this is the biggest thing he's done. Biggest
0: thing he's done. But he, I was reading some stuff on Twitter where he was talking about Stephen Wolfram's science stuff, okay. and the the way they approached the science sure. in the film, and it was really incredible. And he, he's he's clearly a very smart guy who cares a lot about the details and about that. But it is clear from excerpts I've seen of the script that Villeneuve did what he does, where he kind of condensed things down. Yeah simplified oh, them Lord. and got yeah. got to that real emotional truth yeah. and uh man it is it is it's a film that's it's, it's still so with simple and it's still with me yeah. i still think about it yeah like well any well for instance i'll take a power yoga class and
1: i'm like i want to do this pose intensely and the pain that i'm feeling right now it's momentary because i'll have already had done it yeah. uh spoilers or something
0: yeah, no, it's it's fine. Go see the movie and uh, but, yeah. Oh, but the
1: Villeneuve thing, I, I he if can you name any of the writers of his movies? Uh, i mean apart from a arrival no, no. but like i don't he doesn't and i can't it's eric eric heiser Hessler. i don't know something I, like that. that sounds about It's right. eric but i don't know but the rest. and even still like the uh tale uh, i couldn't tell you if the prisoners writer's gone on to do something else and like it's not that i like i'm 100 certain that they haven't but it's just i think villeneuve grabs these scripts that sit on someone's desk for a while and he's like Look, I'll just take. I want to make a movie. Let me just play with this genre. So he grabs the script. Talk
0: about yeah, he really does go from genre to genre. Because like he
1: just grabs. I think he like prisoners was around forever. Like he kept jumping between and and enemy. Enemy is like the most non. It's very Villeneuve because he's playing with effects in enemy. We haven't seen enemy. Yeah no yeah yeah. But uh, Sicario like. Sicario just has because he's working with deacons too right yeah. how do you get who right. do you talk to to get like how do you contact him like, to get to deacons, right well
0: and not to mention that like okay he couldn't work with deacons on arrival so he gets Bradford like he's working with the best cinematographers in the business hmm. and like and certainly I think you know look there's many I'm not to say there aren't other great ones but you look at like Deacons is a true master and I think like Bradford is a deacon's in training, although I, I don't even... I think that's disrespectful. I think he's already there. Bradford is such a talented artist in his own right. I mean, the what they did with how they played with exposure, well, that's it was thing. super a lot of it low light and, and milky. Out of focus? Yeah, because they shot the whole thing at, at, at 1.3, 1.9 F like, stops. There's I, no depth of field. I interpreted that aesthetically as oh she's um in her own world yeah.
1: that kind of thing because like uh keith little keith turns to me at the movie and he's like is it blurry is the projector blur <laughs> like uh, one, no. one of these people gonna go complain to the projectionist after the movie's no, over and be like it was too loud and i didn't yeah. hear anything
0: no and that <laughs> happens sometimes in a movie theater where it is uh like too too blurry but that that movie was very clearly yeah. a choice I, yeah and and what a just a beautiful like a striking film the visuals the kind of emotional truth to it that- but it
1: fooled you at the
0: beginning it it fools you we won't we won't get into it but yeah there's there's just it's just very competent filmmaking Mm -hmm. and it's it's the kind of movie that i I feel like we need right now this is the kind of movie and it's a 47 million dollar budget sci-fi film for adults made by a studio that doesn't happen anymore a bunch
1: of studios it was like actually that well, movie the had fun- the longest f- part yeah, of it. But, yeah, yeah, a lot of funding, but so but many it was co-productions. Like there must have been five yeah, but after. Paramount. But was
0: it? I think it was Paramount though. Who's like Paramount? The-
1: I guess handled the distribution, but then there were yeah. like four or five. Cause,
0: uh, anyway. yeah, well the financing, but it's like you know it's a large scale picture, and Villeneuve is one of the only guys doing. Those mid budget films we were talking about on another episode, where it's like nobody makes those movies, he makes those movies. Sure. He gets those budgets. And
1: the the thing is, he's building that rep, he's building that resume, so to speak, that now, like, I mean, his prisoners had Hugh Jackman, Maria Bello, uh, Gyllenhaal, uh, uh, Melissa Leo, Paul Dano, uh, one more, uh, uh, one more. There's got to be another one, anyway. Yeah. That oh, uh, Terrence Howard and yes. uh, Viola yeah. Davis, yeah, like hell of a, hell of a cast. and then you got uh, he gets the best people. Sicario had Benicio, Emily Blunt, and uh,
0: Brolin, 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 super well cast,
1: uh, in Sicario, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a, that big swagging that, dick,
0: yeah, that big swinging dick, Texas bro, uh, you know,
1: and uh, <laughs> in this one, I thought, I think like Adams is like. Because Gyllenhaal's work in *Prisoners* is fantastic, but in this one, Adams is like, you know, she's like she she's like it. the new Meryl Streep or something, right? Because she uh, can be yeah, anything, right? Absolutely. And in this movie, she's absolutely. so unsuspecting and so not interesting, but because she's interesting because she's so normal and she's just there's yeah. nothing particularly. Yeah. But I heard also was they did the gender switch in that movie. Like it was supposed to be, she was a man. Which which film? Arrival. Like uh, no, that was *sicario*. Oh, *sicario*, they switched the gender. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. This one, I think it was... Well, I actually don't know. It depends on the short story. It's possible they did it again as well. But, I mean, Amy Adams. You know, who would have thought? Because when she was yeah. like the Disney whatever lady, I but was like... But even
1: still, Enchanted. Her, was, her Enchanted is is very funny. but She's the,
0: good. She's good. But, you know, the in her more recent work, you really see that she is one of the best actors working Well,
1: today. I remember her from Drop Dead Gorgeous. and uh, Because Drop Dead Gorgeous, she had like a very bit part as like a slutty... Uh, beauty contestant.
0: Oh and yeah, she's so endearing is, in that who, movie. Who? What is Dropped door I don't actually. I'm not familiar. Oh it. man,
1: uh, it's uh, it's a mockumentary before Reno 911, like 1998, with Christy Alley, Denise a Richards. A TV show? No, it's a movie. Christy Alley,
0: Kirsten but like Duns. not Christopher Guest, somebody else.
1: Yeah, and the guys who invented uh, a director for Reno 911 directed this one. Oh. And it's about a film crew who goes to like uh, like Fargo, a small town like Fargo, right? And it's just all like Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards, Christy Alley, Ellen Barkin. Uh, Alice and Janney, who's like phenomenal in it, and it's just this rags to riches story of Kirsten Dunst it being in a beauty pageant just because that's the thing to do. But all these girls get it, keep getting offed off, and there's a camera crew there documenting it while it's happening. So that's what o- happened. Offed
0: movie. as in like disqualified? Off as in murdered. Uh, murdered oh yeah, it's like yeah. a murder mystery uh sort of like these girls... murder a murder mockumentary uh, is yeah it comedic it is it's so it's funny, funny. Okay. It's,
1: it's very funny it's very like well it's it's again it's a rewatch for me because it was a movie i watched when i was like 10 or 11 so you're looking at it like with not critic un non-film school eyes right yeah you're just watching it because it's a movie yeah, yeah. and uh but that she was in that, and then she was in uh, June Bug, which was her Oscar uh, first Oscar nomination in two thousand one. That. That's a phenomenal. Anything. That was like a, That's like probably the Fuck. only good movie to come out of Sundance worth the hype. You know what I mean? Because when it, Earth, Little Miss Sunshine actually won the Oscar.
0: I didn't like Little Miss Sunshine. I I liked I really the ending. Like I thought
1: Alan Arkin had a that great scene. Where
0: she yeah, thinks she's yeah. like that,
1: Grandpa, My ugly? And she's like, he's like, no, one comforts her. I'm like, that's a beautiful scene. Yeah, there's but,
0: moments in it, but yeah, overall, it just felt like I didn't uh, see what they were talking about. It just felt like they were trying real hard. Well, it just, and I don't know. Look, I, I'm sure I don't know. I didn't like it. it. That and
1: Juno and like Fox Searchlight really go nuts on these. Like, uh, oh
0: Juno, come on. Yeah. Maybe I, you know what? Look, maybe I'm being unfair, and I need to rewatch it. But I remember watching it, and the one thing, one of the things that makes me fucking crazy. Every time I watch a movie and it's got Quentin Tarantino syndrome, where it's every every character speaks like the voice of the writer. Oh, yeah. You sure. know, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Tar- Tarantino, I feel like he got better at that. Like in in uh, Inglorious Bastards, like the characters felt a little bit more like they had agency. They weren't just Tarantino's, you know, cocaine fueled puppets. No offense. I hope he doesn't do that. I cocaine. mean, wait, what? allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'd, sure he does it. Whatever. I mean, he has,
1: to, I think every writer does something at least remotely illegal or sinister to get that experience and to make yeah. What they're creating authentic, but I just yeah. Anyways, the <laughs> Juno like that's the thing for me that's one sure. of my cinema. But Di- Diablo won a friggin' Oscar for that.
0: She won an Oscar for that, Yeah. and
1: like not only that, she swept oh. the Baftas and the Globes, and she like she in the Jesus. WGA, and then it launched her career into uh, the that won Jennifer's, an Oscar. Yeah, that was a low bar for Oscars. It was that nominated year. for best actress. Oh, it's two thousand seven. That was No Country, and they were wait. Hold on, she won for best screenplay. No, no, she won for best screen original screenplay, and Page uh, well. Yeah. Paige, well it was up against... Uh, what, what were the other contenders? That's a very good question because the Adapted was the real toughie. It was There Will Be Blood, No Country. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, but I think the original was... But then what's so funny is Knocked Up came out like four or five months earlier, and that was another movie about a, a pregnancy comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I just... Yeah, Juno was... Uh, It was like it's one of those like twee movies that's like so like it was so neat. And then
1: to boot, you had Roger Ebert calling it the best movie of the year, and he's the most respected critic on the planet. So when he says something, you go. Yeah. And in like, uh, yeah,
0: I disagreed with him a lot, but he I really am sad that he's the best movie
1: of the year. And he was on his I think he was in recovery when he watched it because he just embraced it like, Yeah, he had
0: a real rough time though for that last like he was in and out of recovery with the jaw thing and, and Oh man. Uh that pour some out for my homie Roger, but
1: <laughs> he got so many peace outs. Like i so I wonder if he's listening in some <laughs>
0: universe. That's it. I, I gotta I gotta shout out everybody. It's a compulsion. I gotta stop that. Shout out to not shouting out anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The Fuck. the yeah, but uh, the rewatching part of it I find is how we're going to get to the autobiography of us all, or of me and you. I should say, like it's like yeah. while we're rewatching, we're like well, this brings me back to when this is, this yeah. thing
0: happened, right? That's true. It's like a you know, biography through rewatching. Because uh, I'm still on the Juno thing. i are still I, baffled I, by that. That I'm was almost baffled. 10 years You know? Ago. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm being unfair, and that maybe I should rewatch it because I, I feel don't like know.
1: you're gonna hate it. Did you like? Do you like Garden State?
0: Oh, Garden State is such a fuck. Garden State—the only way I can describe Garden State—but <laughs> it's a podcast. But so you why can't am I? Ta-
1: but why am I comparing it to Garden State?
0: Garden State to me is the dismissive wank motion. You know that. Uh, but not intentionally. Look it up. Look it up. Google. Actually, don't Google dismissive wank. It might f- NSFW. But dismissive wank is like f-
1: just, f- just have fuck a off. Yeah. Oh yeah. i you're here. Uh, yeah.
0: That's that's exactly. Garden State feeling. is like. Yep. You know, it's like a. You know, it's an
1: indie darling. It's this. It's this uh, wave that started in two thousand two or three at Sundance, where you could get a movie that cost you know, five million. Let's say yeah. you get actors who are on scale or whatever that's yeah. called, and then they're pro- not promised, but in the hopes that this writer director Kevin Smith twenty five thousand turns into forty five million will lead to something yeah. in September.
0: F- full disclosure: When I was a dumb nineteen year old, I liked garden state because okay. you're like oh it's emo and i'm like going through so many emotions but really then, that's why you like to, yeah, yeah it was just like you know because it's like fucking melancholy bullshit but now watching it again oh i really don't like that. see logo. i
1: when i was your age or when i was at that age you're just talking <laughs> about uh yeah. i was very reluctant to like anything that the general populace was into and in, in, unless i like you know unless it passed some test of mine you know so it's right. like if 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 a percentage amount of because i was on rotten tomatoes pretty much really early on like grade 10 grade 9 or 10 like coming soon.net like these old i was really yeah. so you get hard suspect hard.
0: of a 96 percent. i actually still am i don't oh uh, now i do now yeah. for
1: sure 96 percent means shit now because yeah. now it's like there are so many more critics out there that just well and also the, what does
0: it mean it's just a fucking average of positive but reviews but it wouldn't
1: be just that it'd be like my my syndicate syndication so it's like oh i los angeles times i never trusted kevin thomas or whatever because he Mm -hmm. gave five out of five for pearl harbor so it's like okay whatever this guy (laughs) likes i'm just gonna like if he hates something i'm probably not gonna hate it you know and pete hammond of maxim he loved everything so if he loved it or hated it because he wanted
0: to get his name on the pull quote there
1: you go right and did you remember like in 2002 the animal with rob schneider they Sony invented. Oh yeah, critics. Yeah, and they made up these blurbs and put them all over uh, their shitty movie. Joe Dirt had it, I think. <laughs> uh, the animal with Rob Schneider. The had animal. It. A knight. How did that get? A made? knight's tale. Somebody was like, Heath Ledger is a this thing as a rising star, and it's like there was Sony was making him up. Wow, <laughs> and then, that's hilarious. It if is that so funny. And like, the, imagine if that happened now. Yeah, oh, the internet it couldn't no. happen. Or oh, actually, it can happen. You just, you just that is now a reputable reviewer, because like. Yeah. If, if you're I'm on, sure
0: I, I wonder I wonder how much grift happens. There must be still some.
1: Of like reviewers
0: being favorable. Yeah, like oh, yeah. through some. I mean, because you know, they get on the junkets. Yeah. Or not the junkets, but they get flown out to the set. Yeah. You know, Oh, and they I'm, do
1: that. Did you have to sit through in arrival that pre show garbage?
0: No, I showed up when the trailer started. Because oh, I God. fucking hate the pre-show. The
1: price you pay to get a fucking seat at a movie theater on the opening day, you gotta sit through Cineplex's Xander... Oh, you
0: get that round-faced dweeb who and does the tech stuff? He, I hate him. Well, uh, yeah. I don't know who he is. He was on,
1: uh, it's so funny because he was on a... Uh, Mark Saltzman, yeah, I think. He's gay, I think. because like he, is he? Back in like 99 or 2000, he was on like a Rogers Cable 45. I think it was like the Out Network or something. And he was doing like... Wait, out, they had out an, show. an Out Network? There was an Out Network. There was a network that aired like uh, gay porn and gay reality shows and gay content and Mm -hmm. i think that didn't last more than i think it was like a free thing for like a couple of weeks or months and then it turned into pay channel i think it was like gay or out or something channel like that Mm -hmm. but i remember him on that and then all of a sudden you see him in the future shop ads and then just became the cineplex tech guy Uh. and it's like oh i've seen you being slutty i think
0: oh really like in in his early days
1: yeah i mean that's just my memory i mean i could be wrong but i just i always always go with my memory
0: that's it we got to dig deep. We got to find out what Mark Saltzman's all about,
1: uh, or what he's into. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'll pop up. I'll all,
0: play. all I can say is that he has the most punchable face in the universe, mainly because he's got this really like smarmy delivery. Why am I shitting on Mark Saltzman? Anyways,
1: because you could have that. You could have that job.
0: You know, <laughs> no, I can't because I'm on the record now saying I don't like him.
1: But Cineplex—it'll be the controversy. You think Cineplex? You think Whoa. like it's like imagine it was you, and there'd probably be more people sitting in their seats looking. No,
0: but then there'd be some asshole like me being like, I, "That guy has the most punchable face in the world." But uh, the, junk, the junket,
1: the uh, junket that
0: the critics go on. Uh, yeah. The
1: guy from Cineplex is sitting with uh, Rob Musker of Moana, and he's sitting with. Um, Oh God, he's sitting with uh, what's the big movie coming out? Oh, he's Eddie Redmayne, and he's like he's like so Harry Potter or so. uh, How does it feel to direct a Disney movie? These awful questions, and the filmmakers are giving these stock answers. That it's like okay, bring on the next uh body bring in the next guy who's gonna ask me the same effing yeah. question and it's just it's so patronizing and i'm like what world am i living in
0: i have one question for you where do you get your ideas
1: yeah or this is a throwback to disney animation and then this princess how does she compare to the other ones what do you like about and it's like okay uh, i get it They're seven or eight year olds even that let's say you're talking about uh talking to uh emma stone and um what's his name ryan gosling and la la land he was talking to them and damien chazelle and he's asking these questions what uh what do you think of a hollywood musical and it's like i just wanted to jesus rip Christ. the e- ear hairs out of my ears <laughs> it was just it was just it aggravated me to no end and then i realized i have an anger problem and i probably didn't do yoga that day <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, but they're. I mean, that'll that would make a fucking a monk angry.
1: And then I'm looking at Rob Musker. He directed uh, Little Mermaid, Great Mouse Detective, uh, Aladdin. Um, he did. Treasure Wait, this Planet. is the guy
0: that directed Moana. Yeah, the lady, the Little Mermaid,
1: Great Mouse Detective duo did Moana. Oh, is oh it, no, is, is it, it is I it? Mean, it I, I think it's yet? Rob Musker and Big Hero Six. Is it a musical? Yeah, and it's the music's by uh, Hamilton, Lin Manuel
0: Hamilton. Oh, Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Who's cool as fuck and also really funny.
1: He has a very small bit in the season six part season six, part two, episode four of Sopranos, when Polly and Tony have to go to Miami to hide. Wait, from, he's
0: in the Sopranos?
1: Very, very, very briefly. It, he they go to Miami because they're hiding from a body or hiding from being caught in a body, and Polly pulls up to a hotel and he goes, Hey, they still serve uh, steak here? And Manuel is pu- is a is a is a valet or a
0: busboy at the hotel what
1: do they call the guys who move the the the, oh. <laughs> the luggage at a hotel
0: oh oh uh um a bellboy <laughs> he's
1: a bellboy and he's stoned or something and he turns to paulie and goes i don't know and walks away <laughs> with a very thick uh latin accent or something wow
0: and that's him and then Miranda. yeah like one of the most talented mm. fucking people but at
1: the time i think he had he was just like a broadway star or he you know i think a casting director. because i guess because the show was shot in jersey so any New York actor or anyone right. would like you know get on it and a bit wow. part on The Sopranos. My God. still that's
0: cool, man. He yeah. started on The Sopranos. He started strong. Uh, yeah, but the bit part you wouldn't recognize. No. him. you wouldn't know it was him. No, for sure. That's when you go on the IMDb list and you go, oh, okay, he was well, like bus bellboy number two. Yeah,
1: and that's the funny thing because that's probably what his IMDb credit was. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, that I know exactly what character that is. because yeah. that it was I don't know. <laughs> and Paulie and Tony are like. You know, I'd kill him, but uh, people there are too many people here.
0: <laughs> That's a I got to rewatch the Sopranos. Well, I guess I guess we should get to. We watched a couple movies uh, a couple weeks ago, and oh, uh, it was a big rewatchable weekend. It, it was a big, you know, because we had a special guest watching. Yeah, we had my 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 father. My uh, 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 I was trying to your think dad? of a Latin word. Your padre, <laughs> my dad, padre. Yeah, your, my my, my your opposite my... mother. Just, that's it. The opposite, My, of, huh? the opposite of mem mem. Um, he was in town, and uh, we it was nice. We had some wine and he prepared this lovely
1: charcuterie for our you know vulgar caddyshack viewing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So we watched a couple of films and. Yeah, we've been playing with the format a little bit because, you know, Watch, Rewatch, initially we were like, the first title we had was Double Feature, which I think was taken by another podcast. I'm sure they're great. Go listen to them. Um, but uh, the whole idea of it was like, you know, two movies. And then yeah. it, it quickly became like, that's a lot of time. That's four hours every fucking weekend. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. So um, we've modified it and uh, the idea that keeps it, you know, the core of the show isn't two movies as much as it. we're watching a film. That, that I usually haven't seen or that John has seen,
1: and if feelings are are you that's know it. altered, that's you know, it from that.
0: That's it, and it's not always going to be that. You know what? We don't. I don't. I don't need rules. Don't tell me what to do. Um, <laughs> uh, I can do what I want. I- I'm a real man now. Fuck you, Dad. No, Dad was cool. He was over, and uh, we watched two movies. I think it's maybe the last week we'll do two in a row, unless we have stuff. If it happens organically, sure, that's how we're going. to Well, do I it.
1: I've, I've, I'm having a great time in this particular episode because we there's so many things we're talking about. Oh, like man. if if they if they took all the titles we've mentioned and put that into one movie, it would just be kind it would, of crazy. Yeah, you'd like... Well, we have Lost in Moana, which are Hawaiian, and then yeah. you have uh, all the Villeneuve's. Yeah. Then you, so you take all those depressing Villeneuve movies and turn that into a Disney movie on an island?
0: I'd, I'd watch that. I'd have to probably do a lot of drugs first, but... I'd have to do a lot of drugs just to write it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that too. But... Uh, uh, yeah, this... so we watched two films. Tell, tell us, tell, tell the audience. Wait. Well... What, what happened
1: watch? was I brought my bind my DVD binder, the from binder, which my, is just this. over here. We oh, got it in studio. It's oh, the binder. This I wanna, is I want to lift it and f- and flip the pages, but it's okay. It it weighs a ton. It's definitely yeah. something that if you grabbed it by the handle, it's a hand. It's one of these like 365 pocket CD pocket this, uh, binders. This, it's basic... I bought it at Best Buy, forty bucks at the time. Wow. Like fucking expensive.
0: And this is one of those things that like shows up now in those fucking surveys where it's like you're a 90s kid if you remember DVD binders, you know what. You know As what mean? Thing? Okay. The, I mean? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's like BuzzFeed things. It's like like share if you remember this and it's some oh, shit yeah. from the '90s. But Ooh. this is truly one of those things. A lot of people, like the movie nerds that I all remember, had the 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 DVD binders because you don't want to have 400 For DVDs sure. th- on your shelf. Yeah. You want to have a binder you can flip through it.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, st- I started this binder so what a story this binder was. It's like I st- I bought it uh, when I first started working at Best Buy, and it's like at the time I had had. I bought a uh, a DVD rack that was aluminum and metal from Music World and that was like f- 20 30 bucks and like at, at the time I had the Alien quadrilogy and Caddyshack and like The Clerk's Cartoon and like it was it was it, f- it was full at the 50. So then I was like all right, well I'm not going to present them anymore. I'm going to have to put them in I thought the binder was a great idea. Yeah. And then I would put the bonus discs, I put all the discs in there and then it's like, well then I was running out of space for the discs, so then I started disregarding the bonus discs and putting those in the uh dvds and then all of a sudden my tv dvds and my dvds were getting mixed up so i bought a second binder
0: how many binders do you actually have this is this is the binder but you have more than one i have
1: four binders i have uh how many how many movies is that that binder i'm pointing at is 365 discs and then i have a full 120 cartoon television cartoon disc and then or binder and then a full wait
0: hold on you have one that's just tv cartoons
1: and one that's just Live action TV, and then I have a second movie one that, uh, and they're all alphabetical too. Man, uh, nice. Yeah, so
0: huh, wow. if I were to
1: sell that today, I'd probably get twenty bucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, physical media is worthless. It's but, dead. But it's, yeah, I love it. It's great. It's it is really. There's something strange about that tactile experience going through. For sure. And like r- looking at the films and seeing the, the, going from the like DVD, not even the cover art, the DVD disc art. Yeah. And those are, that art is always more specific. It's Very like, specific. it's going be like, uh,
1: what's the, what's a good example of like a DVD? Like uh, on the Alien... The. <laughs> but it's. I think it's just like the uh, the the partition, the the lifting of the L of the of the hands coming through the. Oh. It's like that kind of thing.
0: So, yeah, well, we went through this binder. Oh, we were
1: going through the binder, and it was just, like, we were naming yeah. off things. And, like, I guess when I'm suggesting movies to you, you're kind of like, well, you don't have really anything to go on other than my enthusiasm and, yeah. honestly, what you've heard about it. And if it's yeah. something you want to add to your repertoire and, yeah. like...
0: And I'll watch anything, really. So sure. It was it was your enthusiasm for the two films that I, that I looked at that were kind of the favorites in there. That's yeah. kind of what drove my decision, so...
1: I mean, w- there's still plenty of movies in here that you haven't seen, but, oh, like, yeah. when, uh, when we'll- you got to Caddyshack, it just... It
0: it felt right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: felt like you haven't seen Caddyshack. No,
0: and it's funny because like talking about how we watched Halloween the other week, uh, Caddyshack really feels like it was one of the first like the ribald comedy, Im- like R rated comedy. Yeah, like that troop. Yeah, of thing. Yeah, because yeah. you know, like you had all the comedies like of the studio era in the '60s, which are very constructed. And a particular type, but this was like the first one I've seen. Maybe there's other ones that predate it, but it feels like one of the first ones that was like that loose, like you said, Very improvisational. Yeah, the so actors fun. were clearly partying yeah. on the weekends yeah. and they were like all just fucked and hung hungover. There was no
1: account. There was no story. I mean, there was the story of like the rags to riches. Like, yeah, you know. but it's
0: not. It's just it's a it's a vehicle for 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 jokes. Yeah. And for gags and every joke is is there and oh, it's like it's a, there's a lot of jokes in it which I really liked
1: but I think Arthur you know that Liza Minnelli Dudley Moore movie uh, have you ever heard of this it's like he's like Ooh, he's like rich no. and then he becomes poor and then he's like it's like I'm a drunk man anyway that's a studio picture that came out I think around the same time and it's like it's it's so calculated and produced and the jokes like Tootsie Tootsie's another kind of like big yeah. produced comp, like, like overproduced like studio, yeah like you know. You're really gonna get your your you're really gonna get your, your um your yeah. tears or your emotion from the but Caddyshack yeah. is just it's not it doesn't care about taste. Like there's no It doesn't care to... It's not that it's 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 trying to
0: offend... It's a slacker comedy. Yeah. You know, Bill Murray's character, this kind of, like, borderline psychotic... But then that just comes out through the
1: editing, because it's like Harold Ramis, who, like, again, I'm just... This, as a rewatch, I was just so impressed, because I don't think I've really, truly watched it with, like, film school eyes since, like... Because I bought that in grade 8, or 7 or 8, and then... Rewatching it and seeing how Ramus is putting on this production dealing with four comedic talents, big talents. Who
0: are all like difficult in their own right. Sure,
1: exactly. And then rambunctious young people. Yeah. And then. It just, I can't imagine that must have been a
0: fucking nightmare to and, shoot.
1: And Ramus, I'm just, I just wish like I could get more out. Like I wish I was like a fly on the wall or could like Amy Adams my way into that, see that life, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, and like just <laughs> see how he. Um,
0: that's a that's a, for all the people that saw Arrival, you'll get that one.
1: Just like see, so, yeah, learn learn hepto, learn heptapodian and then yeah. uh, see Ramus's life. But I wanted to just like congratulate him like from a studio perspective because after this he gets vacation he or gets to do National Lampoon's vacation
0: what year remind me what year uh Caddyshack was 81 uh, 80 80? 79 yeah it was know? right after like Chevy Chase was big right he left SNL do, yeah
1: exactly and then he would do vacation and then a string of losers in the, in the 80s yeah. and uh uh yeah i think the i think the simpsons or the critic had that great joke it's like uh, coming up next uh, at eleven thirty, it's the Chevy. is the best of the Chevy Chase show. Then at then eleven thirty five, the news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! If you ever, if you want to, if you want to cringe, one of the best things on YouTube is uh, there's. I think it's Chevy Chase and Goldie hahn It's a set like a. Yeah, like they
1: it, they shot a movie together called uh, Fool. Something Fool. Yeah, yeah, well, she was on
0: his show, his, okay. his Fox talk show it's fucking brutal it's so bad it's what, like, like radio silence sorry oh just, it's he's, just so he's he's just he's like it's doesn't like know what he's, he's ah. the it's the death of comedy he's not he oh it's <laughs> i i cringed out of my own skin Ugh. oh it was just like so i'm sh- i have shivers now thinking about it because well is,
1: how many people were watching it's different now like it, it's it'd be different you know, I guess oh he no did. it wouldn't
0: he, he, he just oh he's awful and I mean you see traces of that in like you know the feud he had with Dan Harmon like he's he can be he can be funny but he can be brutally unfunny he's funny I think with other people's words but as an improv guy he's actually not very good I don't know how much of Caddyshack was improv on his part maybe it was and he was funnier then and he got worse over time I don't know but Caddyshack was fucking hilarious I'd
1: speculate that he was definitely inebriated for a majority, yeah. Well, he
0: had a he had a big drug and drinking problem. I mean, he still does. He's been through you know rehab recently again. You it's know. just
1: so nonsensical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think you could think your way through that movie you know what i mean like they come up with those jokes and these situations like no i think you'd have to be like so off the spec like off the
0: well no but i mean comedians i think sometimes are like that inherently although he doesn't strike me as that kind of comedian whereas bill murray i feel like is bill murray can you know he can improvise and, and go weirder or play it real straight and he's just got that that ability and uh although i think bill murray just an anecdote of bill murray bill murray and chevy chase like had a long-standing rivalry and they got into a lot of fights i think during snl and one of my favorite things i heard i think it was one of the snl books is that in the middle of this fight e- even screaming and all this stuff bill murray was still like on his game they they're arguing and chevy chase is like Fuck you you know just insulting him and bill murray yells out medium talent and I was like, "Oh my God!" Wow. Like, yeah, because Chevy medium. definitely
1: was hit by that because oh, he's got he, so much pride, and that would yeah, definitely medium him. talent, Poor like Chevy. just whatever. Like, th-
0: but to think of that in the in the heat of an argument, that's just a savage. Uh, to use, yeah. use the terms of the kids today. That's savage AF. That's like, you know, it takes Ugh. one to know one, right? Or, uh, what's the other <laughs> one? Uh, Man. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Medium talent, yeah. But it, it in I got to say, like in this movie, Chevy, very funny. Oh, but yeah. Um, and this, everybody, everybody, like it's it's really.
1: Rodney, Dangerfield, Ted Knight, Bill and Murray. I haven't seen. Chevy old, Chase. I haven't, you know, I've seen. Brian Mar- Doyle Murray, who was so attractive. Little Brian Doyle Murray. Brian
0: Doyle Murray. And this was well, like. That, his... He has that kind of like deeper voice. Yeah,
1: and this is his, uh, this is his um, Rosebud. Like, because uh, this is like his memoir. Like, this is the Brian Doyle. Mur- He's like the the young caddy. Like, this is his. Oh, he wrote the movie, right? Yeah, and this okay. is, and this is just his summer at uh, at Bushwood.
0: Oh man, I really I really Caddy <laughs> Caddyshack, and it was funny because I've seen like um, I keep saying it's funny. That's a vocal tick. I'm catching my vocal ticks as you, I do a you, thing. Yeah,
1: I late I used to go. Fuck. I used to say yeah yeah a lot, yeah, and yeah. now I'm just like I think I go huh or I go I don't know. That's it's it. It's always it's always a all moment. right.
0: If uh, r- write write us an email. Uh, you can log for all the like people that are really. <laughs> there's nobody listening to the show right, right now. Near, there is yeah, right. Definitely,
1: here. there's someone. There's like that NSA guy, or there's someone. There's this. There, oh, there yeah. is a person assigned to living and, like, and observing your IP address. And he's or like, like. And he's
0: like, why the fuck do I have to listen to this? Or show? This guy keeps
1: saying it's funny. Or he's. Anyways. Or his ears are perking up right now because he's like, shit, they're onto me. They they know.
0: Yeah. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, NSA guy, go fuck yourself. He's our only listener. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> now we have that... two NSA guys on us now oh, because sh- we,
1: we just we were just uh, talking about them. Or oh. we just
0: blew the, the lid off the hey, pudding top. maybe that's how we build an audience. Uh, <laughs> I, no, I can't make a we have threat. To, we have to make the, like, we have to be a, my sister
1: was worried that, because I was using her computer over the weekend. And she's like, you're going to flag me as a weird searcher. <laughs> Don't ask me what I was searching
0: <laughs> for. Oh, man oh uh, yeah so caddyshack that was a good movie
1: well i was happy because uh, paul sweeney was there your dad and like yeah he's and seen like it. and so the two of us are, re- are re-watching it with you watching yeah. it and so For it's like time, when yeah. the turd is floating in the pool <laughs> when yeah. bill murray's doing that cinderella story and it's just like watching your i was just like yep all those beats are working and yeah. we were right we were right to think that this was a good choice yeah. um it's a great movie a special uh, shout I, out to that uh bill murray and the priest skit or that moment where the priest needs to go wants to go golf and it's starting to rain and Bill Murray's like oh or Carl's like oh I'll come oh help my you God. it's like two minutes of just
0: a real non sequitur yeah, kind of sequence
1: it's it's about. I guess it's about faith. It's like a Job thing where it's just like, I keep getting all these things and the Lord d- he, at the last minute. The
0: Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Yeah,
1: and that was just this beautiful like David Lean uh, sweeping score of, of going through this like tundra of rain while golfing and he kept getting holes in ones. <laughs> and then ultimately at the end, he got struck by lightning and Bill Murray runs away. Wow. That was my, that that's the biggest moment for me for the rewatch.
0: Yeah. For and, me, for me it was getting a chance to see Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> like in his prime I guess I don't know I don't I, know I would say when his prime was probably after that I've seen his stuff I've seen his like you know bits obviously yeah. you know like I can't get no respect you know uh, take my wife no seriously take yeah, her please his, uh, you know
1: all that stuff his MC stuff I
0: guess yeah you know and he's on the roasts or whatever I've seen that stuff Ooh. on YouTube or whatever yeah but I hadn't seen him in a movie. And it was As funny. Maintain a character. Oh, it's fu- I said it again. It was funny. Fuck off. It was funny. Yeah. Um, no, but seeing him deliver stuff. And I, I guess they crafted the role around his stand-up. Because you get a lot of perfect setups for bits about, you know, the Who's they? Ladies. Who's
1: they crafted? Ramus and Dangerfield?
0: Uh, well, like like Brian Doyle and Murray when he wrote probably, it, he clearly yeah. wrote around stuff that makes sense. So made the three of these
1: guys are like shooting and writing at the same time, probably.
0: No, no. Well, I, I you know it's so, hard to say. Because leave
1: room for improvisation. Because like oh, but was, all I the guess... stuff
0: is staged with like right. the, the big you know the big the big banquet sequence. It's a perfect setup for like just does like rapid fire Rodney Dangerfield he jokes about lets everybody. Let's rip and it's like yeah oh, oh yeah fart jokes and everything. Oh, man. But they really like I like that you know they built in this and you see this though sometimes in movies where they will build in stuff that works with a comedian's particular sure. s- yeah. material but and to me, that maybe sometimes would feel kind of hacky and cheap. But with Ronnie Dangerfield, it was like, oh, man, this is fun. Yeah. And, and I don't think it had been done before or truly like that. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's so early in that in that kind of movie that maybe yeah. that wasn't a thing till later. It's
1: not a it's not a like sexy teen romp. You know, there is like sex and there are teens. But like, it's not it doesn't. It's not quite Porky. No, it, exactly. And then Porky's kind of borrowed, I guess, from that. Yeah, that, that like laissez-faire kind of did Porky. I think actually Porky's maybe came before it. 81, 82? My, I don't know. I think eighty one. But is they're Porky's. different. They're very different for movies. sure. But this movie falls in that. Uh, it falls in that uh, that genre of like, you know. Yeah, the
0: ribald teen thing. But sure. it's like it's yeah. It's less like sexy hijinks and more straight-up comedy
1: it exists in the billy madison universe you know yeah it definitely the exists. billy
0: madison cinematic universe no happy Fuck gilmore, off marvel we're gonna make that one a thing
1: because i don't think happy gilmore exists in the billy madison universe i think happy gilmore exists in the wedding singer universe maybe but anyway uh. but the but the billy madison <laughs> universe of caddyshack is is bizarre because like the the uh, i just can't imagine like the sheer I don't know insanity that movie offers. It's just they blow up the the they blow up the whole goddamn country club at the end of the movie, and then that's that. Like uh, audiences go home, and and in the eighties you're like, all right, I guess that's I don't know enough for me. But yeah. the rewatch with your dad was great, and uh, I you know your 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 ribs hurt by the end of it. Oh man, Kenny Loggins' music is there. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did all the the music in the. Shout out to my DVD. I bought that motherfucker. John, in... Shout
0: out to John for a
1: shout out. <laughs> Uh, and we're gonna get that, <laughs> for that air horn. horn. Oh, oh man, but that disc. Uh, I bought it at uh, Future Shop, uh, South Keys, 19 or 2002, let's say the third uh, DVD in my collection after like What Lies Beneath and Gladiator and Shaft and Scary Movie. And like, it's funny,
0: everybody bought the same movies. I bought all those like movies when DVDs that's, came why out, not,
1: yeah, because I think that year DVD players became so cheap or became a little less uh, cheaper, and uh. When I bought it, it's like that. The disc didn't skip. It didn't. Got, it didn't <laughs> skip at all when we watched it. No, like there, it didn't. No, it's it, and uh, that's even, true. That that is a problem. It was a f- it was a flawless play. And I guess Warner Brothers. Shout out to their DVD manufacturers because like that was just a flawless ride. Twenty year, eh, like a fourteen, fifteen year old DVD.
0: Yeah, and it lasted. And shout out for a second. Shout out from John shout outs are shout out to shout outs because we're for, just so
1: happy that you know we got to say thanks to, but the, yeah it's these rewatch you know we're so grateful to have uh to yeah. relive these moments of joy because trump's president
0: <laughs> yeah it's true it's and so on that awful. note we're
1: going to dive into into a buzz kill of a
0: movie oh well <laughs> here's the thing i think we're actually running up on the limit and we can save that maybe? let's save that, that for a week two that sounds great we, we we're, we're coming up we're trying to keep tight trying to keep a trim trying to keep it uh 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 a concise trying to keep it i'm running out of things i can say Uh, other short i'm trying to keep it short i mean what is the time
1: 55 minutes that sounds all right
0: yeah well we've been doing an hour every pretty much an hour every time
1: uh i was in quebec city over the weekend visiting my family and uh, my sister puts on um uh, this guy's fitness video where he dances and it's fitness and i'm like i gotta show her the showgirls fitness or the 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 dance sequence (laughs) scene and to go back to showgirls for a moment uh do you, she gets in, when she makes it into the uh, the, the goddess show, because the show is called Goddess, they're like, Nomi, you're going to be in this number. And so she immediately gets in the number and the choreographer's like, no, 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 you got to watch it first. And so she goes, to, she's, so Verhoeven's doing a 360, like it's like, uh, it's like Scorsese in action, just the an energy. and you're seeing the choreography from Nomi's perspective. And she does this action where her hands go in the air and she downloads the whole choreography and then she gets back in line perfectly. She <laughs> performs it perfectly. Oh man. But th- it's
0: the hand, she just, this, yeah. she does she it. She takes her hands, puts them like in front of her face, five fingers like, out. Down a window. And, and just, and just, yeah, drags her hands It's down. like a
1: fax machine, or it's like a copy. She's like.
0: Grr. To like visually register that she's <laughs> understood it. I can wow.
1: and my sister just, and then we put on the dog food scene and uh, I, I guess on on YouTube, they have like 18 clips, like official clips. These are HD quality clips, and the gloss on Gershon's lips, and just everything about it, like the makeup, and it's the movie. The more I think about it, the more intentional uh, the, the awfulness uh, is 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 not merited or whatever. It just, yeah. It's just it just. Verhoeven's so much fun. a
0: mad genius. So yeah. all all that to say, guys, you know it's it's a shitty time for a lot of people. Go out and go out and rewatch. Go, go out and rewatch your movies. favorite goddamn movie and yeah, find go someone find who wants it. to watch that movie yeah. too. That's no, the other it, joy too. It, that's the other thing. Go find movie a movie you love, rewatch it, and get somebody who hasn't seen it before. Yeah, I'm telling you, there are so many good movies that it's a haven't seen it's a it's a real it's a shortcut to happiness. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, well, for us at least, and, for, and then and it will be for you it too. Saves I guarantee. On your
1: pocketbook. You. I mean, you can rewatch that uh, Matilda till the cows come home. Yeah. You can rewatch that uh, uh, you can rewatch that. Uh, uh, what's an obscure, awful drama? You can rewatch Kathy Bates in uh, Misery. Nah, you can uh, rewatch that. Yeah. But there's this Kathy Bates movie called like I Built a Home or something, where she's a single mom with nine kids, and the end of the movie is she doesn't give them Christmas gifts
0: because uh, oh. of the Lord or something.
1: It's it, I read, wow. and Edward Furlong's in it. I don't know. It's oh. it, it, you wouldn't rewatch that,
0: but. Uh, <laughs> Well, here's the thing. There's so many great films out there, guys. Go rewatch something that you you love. Like I said, get a friend. It's Christmas coming up. There's, show it to them. There's got to
1: be at least 20 Christmas movies you can rewatch. That's it. People Ta- rewatch those awful Christmas movies, even if they don't like them.
0: Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> so rewatch a movie with a friend. Take care of yourselves. And uh, until next week, uh, I'm Sean. I'm John. And uh, that's Watch Rewatch. All right, take care.